Um, I have Adam Schefter from ESPN on the line. He heard a rumor. Oh, great. Tell Schefter to stick his rumor up. Sunny. Hey, kid. I hear it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday to you. Do I have this right? Is today Adam Schefter's birthday? Adam? First of all, how would you guys how would you guys know and remember that? Well, I always make sure whenever we get ready to talk, I bring up your Twitter page just because uh, you never know what Adam Schefter is breaking next. So I want to be prepared. And it says that uh, today is their birthday. That would be accurate. All right. And, uh, I, can, I, I can confirm that. And, 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 and here's can, your, sources, think, your sources tell you that today's your birthday? You can confirm that? Sources, sources can confirm that uh, today is my birthday. And... How about this for a fact? Boy, did the day stink. Yes. How many years ago do you think my 50th birthday party was? Your 50th birthday? No. Uh, oh, yeah, because we went to your 50th birthday party, right? That was your 50th. That's right. Uh, That's right. Remember? Lisa, Lisa and I showed up to that. Yeah. Um, that was. You were kind enough gosh. to come. You were kind enough to come in. It was. It was. It was. It was, it it was a be, great night, and uh, all those things. Like it had to be. How many years ago yeah. do you think that was? That had to be six or seven years ago. That's very good. It was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Wow. Does it, I, I thought you were going to say, I thought you would say three, four years ago, maybe five. Yeah, well, I was just trying to think of, I just trying to think because I thought it was my last year at ESPN. Ah, so, well, that, that was a good, that's a good way of quantifying it, right? But mm-hmm. I think, you know, like, I've had a couple of people send me texts this morning, like, yeah. You know, like people, you know, if periodic content, and they're like, oh, how's your son doing? How's he enjoying Michigan? I'm like, well, he graduated in, you know, 2022. Like, it just it just flies by for all of us. And the older you get, the more you understand that, right? And you're like, wait, wait, that's seven years? Wow, I thought it was like three or four years. Right. Yeah, it is It is crazy. I think the other thing that's that's crazy is, you know, when you were a kid, like when you, when you were covering the Broncos and I was playing for the Broncos all those years yeah. ago, like mid fifties, early sixties seemed like like that's old, right? Yeah. Like oh my god! It's like now you look at it like I don't like I, I don't feel any different than I felt like when you and I were you know hanging out in the Broncos together. It's crazy. Yeah, I know that, that's the you know when I first got there, I was uh, in my early twenties, and Bob Ferguson, who became the general manager, and Hal Richardson and Jim Sacamano, they would call me Cubby, as in Cub Reporter. You know, and mm-hmm. to this day. Sacco still calls me Cubby. So, like, it doesn't change no matter how old we get, and we are older, the way it goes. But it's amazing how fast time goes, the blink of an eye, and the older we get, the faster it goes. Well, let's transition because this season has uh, gone along in a blink of an eye, and we're we're already coming down the uh, home stretch with uh, some key games that we'll get into. But Mark was just speculating uh, what what's going on with Kareem Jackson. Why hasn't he been welcomed back with open arms, at least publicly, by Sean Payton? You got any insight you can add there? My guess would be because I think P.J. Locke has played pretty well. That'd be my guess. And so, uh, while he's been out, P.J. Locke has played pretty well. And, and I know that uh, it's like they have a decision to make how they're going to do the play time. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure that he just comes back and just, gets all his playing time. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But I think that's probably part of the reason that you're not hearing as much Kareem Jackson conversation as you might expect. 
Yeah, you know what? Uh, like we've talked about this probably till we're blue in the face, and I think people are are kind of sick about listening to it. But the the you know the blow up on the sideline between Sean Payton Saturday night, yep. everybody saw it, it's on the game on, and Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and a lot of people here are like, man, I just wish Russell Wilson would have just snapped back at Sean. You know, they they feel yeah. that way a little bit. Like you talking around the league and all the people that you talk to, what's the general consensus just about not only that but about how Sean Payton's going to move forward? You know, is he moving forward with Russell Wilson? Do you think there'll be a change there? Like, what's your just general consensus there? I thought that that one moment provided a little glimpse into where things are at. I think that uh, it's been a process of getting used to each other and growing together, but there also been frustrations. And I don't think that that's just a singular moment in time. Like, oh boy, uh, and I'm snapping right now because the wrong play was called or I didn't get to say what I wanted and we jumped offside or whatever it was. I I think like, I mean, just think about your life. Uh, if somebody does something wrong and you just snap out like that, sometimes it's the accumulation of things, right? And so that, when you snap like that, to me, that, that that's what that represents. And I, I, I think that still growing together and working things out. Um, and to the last year, I, I'll still say it, I, I still think that Russell has to prove things and play well down the stretch, and the Broncos have to make a decision, and I don't think there's anything certain either way. I, I think that they're still working these things out and figuring out the directions they want to go. Like, if this team finishes 3-0 down the stretch and makes the playoffs, you know, Russell's planting a flag, you know, staking his claim for the job, and why he deserves to be in. If they don't, then they fell short, and then they got to analyze everything, figure out the direction that they're going to go. Visiting with our ESPN NFL birthday boy, insider Adam Schefter, joining us courtesy of <laughs> Twin Peaks, Eat Strengths, and uh, Scenic Views. Seems like we've been asking you about this uh, every week, but uh, with the Patriots coming to town this weekend, I'll ask again, is this the last time we see Bill Belichick as the coach of the Patriots? Well, I, I would say, first of all, I can't answer that definitively because nobody can right now, uh, other than Robert Kraft and maybe Bill Belichick, and I don't think Bill can. But what I would say about it would be this, that you've got a situation there where two men have to sit down at the end of the season and figure out what they both want, what they both want. Now, it's Robert Kraft's team, and as I said before, I remember when Pat Bowen fired Dan Reeves, I said to Pat, why did you do this? Because Dan was very successful for a long period of time. And he said to me, I wanted my team back. I just wonder if that's what's going on there. If Robert Kraft wants his team back. If he does, it really doesn't matter what is said in those conversations. He has the right to take back his team. Conversely, Bill Belichick could say, you know what? We've been married now for over 20 years. We've had a great run, a lot of history, a lot of shared moments. I don't want to be, it's just not working out. I, I don't feel like, you know, this has been what I wanted. I want to go do something else. I want to go marry somebody else. And then when Robert Kraft would be like, well, you don't want to do it with me. Okay. Then they figure out how they go their own ways. Or maybe, maybe Robert Kraft says, okay, I'm going to, in my mind, I'm moving on from Bill Belichick. Who am I hiring? Who's going to be as good for this franchise? As Bill Belichick. Who's going to be, better coach or as good a coach as Bill Belichick. Who's going to take this organization the way I want to go? And I don't know what he thinks, and I don't know what Bill thinks about it. I do believe that there's no decision yet. 
as best I can tell. And I do believe that there's a real chance that he might not be there next year for the variety of reasons that I outlined to you above. And I don't think anybody can predict how it's going to go out. By the way, how many couples are there that say, you know what, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done. I'm done. And they sit down and talk and they say, you know what, boy, there's a lot of history here. There's a lot of shared life here. It's going to be a lot to go another way. Let, let's just try to work this out, work through the rough patches, and try to make each other happy. Maybe that's what happens with them here. Hmm. Right? They both think, you know what, I'd like to move on, and then they don't. Maybe they do. What about uh, what's going on with the Jets right now, and, and what's the benefit of keeping Aaron Rodgers active, uh, even though he's not going to play coming off yeah. that Achilles and having to cut... You know, oh, what a, happened a there is they, they, got, they got a free roster spot. It's like they, they they couldn't even fill it with the injuries they have and where they're at in their personnel. And so as long as they have that roster of flexibility and open spot, they're like, you know what, let's just activate Aaron and have him around for practice because if we don't activate him, he can't practice. And we want him to be out there with the guys and we want him to continue to get acclimated and all those things like that. So activate him. Uh, he's not going to play, but that is the plan. Uh, to have them, you know, b- back out there during practice, and so that's what they did. Was this was this a case of of him just kind of messing around with everybody about a possible return when all along he and most importantly the Jets knew he wasn't going to come back? You know, I don't think so. I, I think in his mind he he realistically was really trying to push to get back uh, at this time of the year. Uh, but I think part of that is the Jets, and we said this all along, the Jets had to do their part too, right? Like, if they're not playing well and they're not in the playoff race, it doesn't matter where he's at. Like, he could have pushed it. Now, by the way, if the Jets' record today uh, going into week 16, uh, what, I good. don't even know what this the records good. are, but let, let, right. how many games they sixteen? They played 15 games or they played, they played 15 or 14 games. Let's just say the Jets were 500 right now. 500. Yeah, they're 5 and 9. Yeah, they're 5 and 9 right now. I, I would say that if they were 7 and 7, I think there's a decent chance he would have played this weekend. But they're not. They're eliminated. So, does that make sense to go do that? I don't think so. By the way, uh, if both the Jets and Packers finish third in their divisions, and the Jets will, we'll see what happens with the Packers. But I believe for the schedule next year, Jets are at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. How juicy is that? Yeah, uh, depend if they fin- if they finish in the same slot. Yeah, uh, in the AFC East and the NFC North. So, um, if, they, if if that's the case, then that's that's certainly possible. That'd be fun. Do you get a sense in talking to uh, people around the league that the uh, Eagles are unraveling? Jalen Hurts coming out the other night and questioning the team's commitment. That was interesting. Um, you know, when you lose three in a row, like they have, there's a lot of things that start happening and a lot of things that start being said. Um, and that's kind of what they're going through right now, right? So, um, not easy, tough one. And, um, I, you know, I don't know what he was referring to, but that doesn't reflect well on what the guys there were doing. And so, tough situation. 
see what they can do from this point on. All right, Adam. Good stuff. Uh, Mark, you have anything else? No, I was just going to say happy birthday, buddy. Enjoy. You got big plans tonight? Uh, well, you know what? I have Kyron Williams on my fancy football team that's in the ESPN semifinals. If you if you want to score a touchdown, preferably two, I'm good with that. That would be a great way to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> okay. Even, even, Let him know. Even Adam Schefter <laughs> has a fantasy team. Hey, uh, what NFC South game do we got this weekend? <laughs> got the, uh, uh, good call. Good it's call. A good call. <laughs> it's a good call. I've got uh, the Indianapolis Colts at Atlanta, which... Uh, you know, kind of dicey, kind of dicey. I mean, I sat with Arthur Smith last weekend on Saturday night, and we had a great conversation, and I am going over there mostly just because, you know, why not? Like, why why not? Okay, now what? Heineke's going to start at, at, uh, at interesting times over there in Atlanta. Well, Arthur Blank's comments I thought were very interesting this week, right? Like, I know he voiced some support for Arthur, but he also... Mm-hmm open the door to some questions about Arthur, right? Like, Correct. You can quickly shut that down. He didn't do that there. Yeah, that was that's almost like the dreaded vote of confidence. Uh, yeah, we're going to let this thing play out, and then we'll make a decision. Um, it feels like you're on a three-game uh, audition right now, um, you know, and, and if you don't finish strong with at least a potential to have a winning record, um, that, that could get really dicey. All right, Adam. Listen, have a great birthday. Have a great holiday, and we'll talk to you next week. Guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Have a great weekend, and happy holidays to everybody out there in Colorado. There he is, Adam Shafter. Birthday boy, Adam Shafter. Yeah, birthday boy. Bringing up the uh, NFC South. Exactly. I'm taking a little cheap shot at you. Take a little dig at you. No, I'm, I'm You're on the no, NFC I'm, South I'm, beat right now. I am on the <laughs> NFC. Sometimes that's what you get. Sometimes <laughs> you get the NFC South. It's all right. Yeah. But I got the uh, I got the AFC. Uh, what, what's it? Is Indy in the South too? In the NFC? Uh, AFC? It, they are. Yeah. Yeah. That feels weird to me because they're kind of Midwest, aren't they? Yeah, but they're in the South. That they would be in the AFC South. Yeah. There's always that outlier, right? That just doesn't necessarily make sense from the I mean since they realigned the divisions they make more sense right well just grind through this one just get through this one then you're going to be rewarded with a good one next weekend right you got what San Francisco at Washington right yes yeah San Fran so you get to hang out with your your buddies the Shanahan's I'm going to be at the hotel the team hotel yeah you'll be like wow gee Kyle your offense smells great Man, oh man, man! What's going, Kyle? Your shoulders look tight. Wait a minute, spit out there! Oh, you got a knot in your trap. Let me get that for you. Hey, Kyle, is Mike coming in? I'd love to hang out with Mike. Is Mike coming in? <laughs> Mike coming in. We're all spending the night together. We're having a slumber. We're having a slumber party. A slumber party in Kyle's suite. That's awesome. Uh, Mike, Kyle. <laughs> Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, presented by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views.